This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Bring it on! Oh, sad day for the Triple M community today, Will. Yes, MJ. The passing of Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Young yes. from ACDC. Now, we are doing a podcast-only episode because on the M's, they're mm. doing wall-to-wall ACDC until yes. midnight. Yep. We didn't think it was our place to no. jump in and make stupid sports comments. No. Little uh, shit gags. No, in between sort of the Back in Black album. Yeah. Backwards. One yeah. of the most iconic albums of all time. Oh, Sean yeah. Marsh. And people are sitting at home <laughs> on a Sunday night just yeah. listening to ACDC. They don't want to hear from us. We would really... Given the, the emotion of some of the callers that have called in yeah. today... I don't think they would appreciate us no. going to air. So no. we'll, we'll just enjoy this one for the podcast. Well, we're going to chat to Dangerous Dave, who's been uh, live on air the whole afternoon, taking yeah. calls from the Triple M family. So he's going to tell us a bit about what those calls were all about. I think he caught up with Molly Meldrum as well. Mm. Um, and he'll pay tribute as well to Malcolm Young. So but, he's uh, a monumental figure in the world of Australian oh, rock music and co- music in general. Co-founder of possibly the world's biggest band of all time. Yeah. Like, you don't get much bigger. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to cross to Ireland, MJ. Yes, we're going to ch- cross to a bloke, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's yeah. Ewan or Ewan. You, you, you've gone with Owen. Ewan, Iron, Ian and Owen. Yeah. We've been um, in conversation over text and email, yep. but we haven't actually spoken to him yet. So Ewan Sheehan, I think, is his name. Yeah. I'm confident his last name's Sheehan. You can't yeah. really mispronounce that. Yeah, you but can't butcher that. Yeah, Ewan? Ewan? Yeah. It'd be Ewan Sheehan. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> well, we're going to talk to him about the International Rules gonna, Series that gonna, we got up in. Yeah. We're going to call Go him in about two minutes' time. Yeah. Let's, did, let's see if he series? gives a shit. Oh, well, I'm, I'm quite fascinated. I think it's an interesting sport. Yeah. I like seeing the best players in the league come together there. Yeah. When you see Sloan handballing it to Dangerfield to Fife, there's, there's something cool about that. Yeah, you, there is. You, you never get to see it. Yeah. And your captain didn't dislocate his finger, so you That's got to true. unscathed. No, my, my best player from the Lions, he uh, kicked the winning goal, so we had... Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, Dan Sorko. Did he? He oh. kicked the winning over. Good on him. In the last minute. Yeah, well, I think we asked the question last week, you know, if the Irish thought about the competition as we do, where it's a bit, just a bit of fun, yeah. or if they actually think about it seriously. So that's the main question we've got for Well, yeah, we'll, we'll ask all these questions to you and Owen or e- Ian. E-O-I-N. Yeah, e- so we're going to be E-O-I-N. chatting to you and after the oh, break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out what the go is. This is Will MJ on, on Triple M, podcast only. Podcast. Now, we, we were chatting last week about the International Rules Series. Yes. And we were interested to know whether the Irish saw it in a similar way that we did. Yeah. where it was just a bit of fun, or if the Irish took it really, really seriously. Yeah, the overwhelming attitude to the series here in Australia is apathy. I don't think anyone really cares, but it's nice that we got up. That yeah. was the feeling yesterday. Exactly right. Well, what we've done during the week is we've located the one man who can answer that question for us, yeah. who um, is based in Ireland. He's from Off the Ball and from News Talk FM. His name is Owen Sheehan. G'day, Owen. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. Thanks for sparing some time on your Sunday morning to have a chat. Not a bother at all. I hope you're all well. Yeah, now, now you watched the game yesterday. Can you answer that question for us? Do you guys see it as a real se- sort of serious series? Well, other than the fact that I was the only person in Ireland who was watching it, so of course <laughs> I take it very, very seriously. <laughs> no, uh, like I I think Ireland has gone into like a state of mourning over the past 12 <laughs> hours or 24 hours. Like how how dare we have the gumption to even lose this thing uh, like the... <laughs> The, the, the government is going to be out in force questioning this team. Like, how, how dare we go down under, spend all the taxpayers' money, and lose this thing? Like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm only messing. Like, nobody actually cares that much. I seem to be like one of the only 
<laughs> one of the few people who do think that this is important. Yeah. Um, but really, it's kind of completely out of novelty value. I just really, yeah, yeah. I just get a, a kick out of seeing players from different teams playing with each other for Ireland. Oh, yeah. And other than that, that's about it. It's, it's novelty value, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we are completely on the same page then, 100%. Because that's the only thing I enjoy, seeing our yeah. best players in the in the competition coming together. Because we don't have any sort of representative game and this is all we've got this little yeah. stupid hybrid thing with you guys but I'm glad that <laughs> yeah, you guys exactly. are exactly although although no, like not, none of the Dublin players are playing so like we were missing all our best players so that's that, ah. I'm getting in there with the excuses straight away <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> well, yeah. so like you said they're missing uh, Dublin players but was the team largely the best of the best uh, outside of that it probably was like it's like Ireland's uh, like Gaelic games in Ireland are so messed up that mm. like we the the like obviously you guys know it's a it's an amateur sport yeah and uh, the the format of the game is so messed up that like the, there was that guy Shane Walsh uh, yesterday and Gary Brennan another player you're like holy shit those guys are really good at football I completely forgot that those guys were good at football yeah, yeah. because you only see them like two or three times a year because. They play for crap teams, and crap teams don't get rewarded. They only play like two or three times every summer, and then that's it. They're done. Um, whereas, like uh, obviously in the AFL, it's it's professional, and you get to see the, the players week after week after week. Uh, like it, it's as I said, it is kind of novelty. It's a shame we didn't have the Dublin players. Yeah. But like I'm not. I, th- I think you guys had. Uh, you were missing your grand final winners, right? Yeah, no one from Richmond was there, but I don't know yeah. if they were even selected. The Richmond, yeah. the the Premiership team from Richmond was largely quite unskilled. Yeah. <laughs> we're all scratching our heads how they managed to pull it off because <laughs> yeah. individually there's only a, a couple of superstars. Uh, but it's funny you mention that yeah, because like- um, my team, the Brisbane Lions, we have a player called Dane Zorko who ended up kicking the winning goal yesterday, the winning over. Sure, yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, just sat up and noticed him for the first time because I think he, he's one of those players that go under the radar. So it's good in that respect. Something that's I've always been curious about because we always get, we've had so many Gaelic uh, imports into this uh, into the AFL and mm. obviously Ty Kennelly is mm. one of the most high profile, Jim Steins. And we had uh, Zach Tui and Pierce Hanley playing yesterday for Ireland. Do you guys get a bit shitty when those guys go and uh, and earn some money for their footballing prowess, or are you guys like secretly a bit proud of them? And don't forget Marty Clark, will and Marty Clark. Yeah. Mm. No, we fucking hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm, that's what I assume. I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm, I'm only kidding. It's like it's like good for them, but it, it depends where you're from. Like, what's what's your opinion of that guy, Mark O'Connor, with Elon? Who? Who's that? Do you know him? Michael who? Yeah, well, here he's doing amazing stuff, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, who actually so, is uh, that? I don't... Uh, apparently, I like I, I don't really follow AFL. Like, I mean, I, I, I pretend to know a thing or two about it when yeah. Ireland play Australia, yeah. and that's about it. But uh, he, he went down there earlier on this calendar year, and apparently he's done all right. Like, he's made an AFL appearance, and it doesn't happen very often for Irish players within their first couple of months. <laughs> with an AFL team, like they're put into whatever, the QFL or whatever that shit is called. <laughs> Who or, is this? I, I, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> What's his name? But this guy, this guy, Marco, this guy, Marco Conor Gillong, is, Michael he's Connor. made an AFL appearance. So, like, I know that's not what you were asking, but he was kind of a case study for one of the biggest disputes around Irish players in a long, long time. And it involved Ty Canelli. Yeah. So, it's actually, it's quite fitting because... Ty Kennelly is from County Kerry. I'm from County Kerry. Mm-hmm. It's the most successful county in the history of Gaelic football, and it mm-hmm. prides itself on that. But a lot of the legends of K- 
County Kerry football are not happy with Ty Canelli because of his former scouting role oh. in terms of you know holding those combines in Dublin and bringing all these players to Australia. So oh, Mark O'Connor would be one of them. But there was a guy who captained the Kerry minor team, which is the under-18s, to All-Ireland glory in the back, back-to-back years. Kerry have now won that competition four years in a row, which is like a hotbed for Australians in terms of uh, gathering talents and potentially finding the next AFL star. So that's caused huge uh, kind of commotion that uh, Canelli's own county are doing unbelievably well in churning out very, very talented football footballers. And a lot of the former Kerry footballers are not happy with Canelli whatsoever. Right. So Tommaso Shea is, is the guy uh, that Canelli got into a war of words with. That was huge earlier on this year before the Gaelic football season got going. And it's definitely one to watch out for in future because... Like you, you asked the question there, what's the, what's the Irish view? Irish people are not happy. Like there is mm. a certain Irish begrudgery about all of this, but mm. then there is also a certain Irish protectionism. You know, you, you want the best players playing for your own county. Yeah. And Canelli is kind of seen as this as this thief who kind of takes babies away from the teeth of their of their mother as they're feeding. You know, wow. and just, just wow. bottles them off to Australia. Yeah. That's that's an interesting perspective. Mark yeah. O'Connor, we, I thought you were saying Michael the whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah he played two games this year for Geelong. So that's, yeah. Uh, yeah oh, I, well, I, good to be here. He's not completely anonymous. No, no. no we we'll, we'll probably feel bad for not knowing his name, actually. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, that one slipped under the radar for me personally. It was ever, has there ever been any talk to make um, the Gaelic football professional? Yeah, there hasn't. It's always been the talk, but like it's, it's, it's not going to happen anytime soon because it's, the whole organization, the Gaelic Athletic Association, the GEA, is prided on its amateur ethos. Mm. But, like, talking about it, there's just so many controversies. I don't know if the Irish people just like to chat shit or what it is, but the other big controversy over the past couple of months has been this idea of professionalism. And the reason that it's been so controversial is one of the greatest footballers of all time retired earlier on this year. And in the past couple of weeks, he had a testimonial dinner so you would pay a few thousand euro to go to his dinner in Dublin, even though he's from Kerry, in Dublin, not that it's that far away. You would pay a few thousand euro to go to his dinner, and there was it wasn't well disclosed how much he would actually pocket directly from this, how much money he would put into his back pocket. Mm. Uh, and people are like very queasy about this, uh-huh. that a, a former uh, Gaelic footballer should pocket so much money as a result of one dinner. Personally, I'm like, screw it. You know, he's, he put in 15 years to the jersey. He yeah. trained just as hard as many professional athletes, giving up three, four nights a week every year for 15 years. Mm. He deserves that sort of money. But a lot of people are very queasy about it. A lot of people yeah. are very, very uh, protective of the amateur status. Mm. I, I, it's not going to go pro anytime soon, to be quite honest with you. There's, like, for, mm. That caused a huge storm for one guy to have a fucking dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, Owen, thank you so much for having a chat to us here on the Will and MJ show here on Triple M. And let's keep in touch. Oh, thank if, you. Yeah, Pleasure. Let's keep in touch if there's any, any if there's ever any crossover in Ireland and Australia again. Yeah, if Mark O'Connor suddenly Absolutely. goes on a on a Brownlow tear or something, <laughs> he's the biggest name Absolutely. in the sport. I, I'm always willing to go on and chat shit about Michael Checker as well. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah, no. Michael Che, no. Yeah. See, we're we're from Victoria, so rugby union is. I think that that name itself just uh, glazed over MJ's eyes. There. I don't think he's ever heard of him. <laughs> Wallabies really, coach. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the the sporting demographics here are really interesting. You're in we're you're exclusively in AFL country here. Yeah. That's in, that's incredible. That's that's a conversation in itself. I must look yeah. into that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's chat about it next time. Thanks again well, for joining us. That's uh, Owen Sheehan from Off the Ball and News Talk FM over there in Ireland. Nice one. Good luck, guys.
This is Will and MJ on Triple M, and it's a sad day today, Will, for yes. the Triple M community mm. with the passing of Malcolm Young at the all too young age of, I think, 64. And we are joined in the studio now by Dangerous Dave, who headed up the Triple M tributes yeah. nationally around the coast country. Coast to coast. Yeah. Sounded um, amazing, Dangerous, but that, a sad day. It is a sad day. We're all wearing black here at Triple M, yep. <laughs> apart from no bloody to every Will, who's in white and red shorts. And I really should have thought it through. You about didn't it. think the, too hard about Mate, you come the, to the Holy House of M's on a day... <laughs> That uh, day of mourning, day of mourning that Malcolm yeah. Young passes, and you're freaking, oh, look at me! Yeah. Hey, I've gone the red, I feel like that's my own tribute. <laughs> That'll do, but that's where you're at. But oh man, we've got so many calls today. There's so much passion behind ACDC, oh, it's yeah. one of those bands that everybody's got a story where they've seen them or what the records mean to them. And I suppose if you listen to Triple M, you know, yeah. chances are that you're a fan of the band. Well, there wouldn't be any other bands where you could go back to back all day long with the music. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We barely like repeated any songs as well. Like we played, you know, albums in their entirety mm. and got some songs like She's Got Balls on mm. the Air and uh, She's Got the Jack as well. Mm. In fact, I had some girl ring through. She said, when I was six years old, um, we had the cassette and the Jack came on and mm. um, she's singing along in the back of the car because the Jack, of course. Uh, STDs, Will. That's your. Uh, oh, your, yeah, right. Your, gen- no, your genital not... warts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, you're not familiar with those. Yeah. It's, it's my favourite song about genital warts, actually. Yeah, I think it's got to be up there. there. Yeah, what other songs are there about genital warts? Which <laughs> is not that long. <laughs> we should do like a secret nine at nine. Yeah, that's yeah. all about well, STDs. Bring it back. It's been a while since yeah. a secret nine anyway, at nine. Anyway, so this chick rang through. She said, look, she had the cassette and she was six years old. She's singing to, she's mm. got the jack. And uh, her dad said, what is this? And threw the ca- cassette out the car uh, window as we were driving along. And, uh, and she requested that, so we played that song on the radio. It was great. Oh, That's nice. a fair reaction to hearing a song about genital warts for the first time, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, Dane, you would have seen ACDC countless times. Seen them plenty of times. I took my son. It was his first ever concert um, to ACDC. I think it was oh, about nice. eight, eight or nine at the time. I thought, if yeah. you're going to take, right, yeah. take your kid along, you should go on. Your first concert should be like a, a fair dinkum rock show. So. Yeah. I wish my parents had have had that What idea. was your first show? Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was actually, I just remember, mine was Avril Lavigne in oh, 2001. Wow. My sister was a big fan. You've been a much so, better yeah. dad, Dave. He, he's, yeah. he's had a much cooler experience. Yeah. Than <laughs> cool. uh, Ricky Martin was very good, though. Was he? Oh, yeah. Was hey. he living La Vida Loca? Avril was top shelf, too. Well, she, yeah. Dane, She's a bit complicated, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, pun cool central. Yeah. Yeah. Dange, was your son struggling to hear through maths? The next week. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We had earplugs. We bought earplugs for mm. the night, so that was cool. But the, the most awkward spot, uh, have you seen ACDC? Did you see the I've last show? I've seen them, show? I think, three or four times. Yeah, three so times. you're a veteran. Yeah. Mm. So when a whole lot of Rosie comes on, yeah. you, you know what happens The there. big fat inflatable, yeah. giant yeah. inflatable Rosie with massive cans comes out yeah. and <laughs> bounces along. And it's like, he's eight or nine. He's not where to look. Oh, look over there. He's nodding along. <laughs> <laughs> There's the merch stand over there. Maybe we'll go get like a bandana or something or other. <laughs> get you some horns. But, uh, yeah. Some flashing horns, uh, pretty uh, horns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was an experience for him, but he still treasures mm. that. And like he's a lucky kid. Like he's freaking been to bloody Coldplay and yeah. you know all these great concerts. Yeah, my first one was Billy Joel. Oh, well, uh, that's back not in bad. The, oh, that's uh, a pretty good debut. Right. Oh, I yeah. like Eighties yeah. played at Kuyong, which was great. Eighties Joel. It was eighties. <laughs> it was strictly eighties. Strictly eighties Joel. Yeah, it really was. So it was brilliant. And you caught up with uh, Molly Meldrum earlier today as well. How caught was up he? with Molly. Yeah, he's he's good. He was having a party. He was having a same sex marriage party. So he's bringing he? around heaps of friends. Has that been going since Wednesday? Yeah, I was going to uh, say probably. that's a week long. <laughs> I think that's in, a real big one. He was in fine form actually, Molly, and um, he was talking about uh, ACDC and of course you know Countdown, which he hosted for all those years. Had a massive relationship um, with the band. In okay. fact, it was um, he was saying back in the day before video clips were a thing, mm. they used to go out with film cameras and film things. And uh, he went to an idea with Malcolm Young to go, look, we want to go and film you guys 
down Swanston Street, mm. and the idea is to have you on the back oh. of a flatbed truck playing It's a Long Way Out of the Top. And it was Malcolm who said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So the, that was not intended to be a film clip. No. That was just a bit of fun. That was a countdown really? idea that they wanted to put on the show because there was no, <laughs> no film or video clip for it. So yeah, and it's just iconic. Like, I don't oh, know how yeah. many views on YouTube. Over hundreds of millions it's of views. It's the most oh, iconic yeah. Australian music clip of all time. Because it's almost Easy. like a, um, a postcard of Melbourne back in the yeah, day yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, like actually, ta- time capsule. It's yeah. what Adelaide looks like now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not taking Again, a it's yeah. a time capsule. It's a time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's iconic. So, uh, yeah, Molly was great. Spoke with Dave Gleeson from The Screaming Jets. I mean, a lot of these yeah. great Aussie rockers ringing through. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that for them, it's that's oh. the inspiration, ACDC. You know, that was that was the band they grew up listening to and wanted to play like like Malcolm. And when I was driving in, I heard a lot of calls from uh, the Triple M listeners who were quite emotional about yeah. the passing. Which well, look, it's expected. a Sunday afternoon. Mm. It was a warm day in Melbourne. So mm. I'd say a lot of frothies have been sunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People are getting a bit emotional. Mm. Uh, but that was cool. And look, you know, it was good to kind of talk to people. I think, you know, when, when you lose someone or you want to talk about someone, it's always just a nice thing to get on the radio and have a chat about it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it seems like you can all talk about it. You've all got a story. You've got a night, you know, yeah. a reminiscing a thing about ACDC, I thought it was good. Absolutely. Well, it sounded absolutely brilliant. Oh, thanks. Well done, Dave. Yeah, well thanks, done. Will. And thanks for having a chat to us here hey, on uh, what an honor. the podcast. <laughs> what other sort of guests do you get on the podcast? Uh, we've had Warney. Yeah, we've had you have, so, Seriously? Yeah, yeah, that was the first show this year. Yeah. We we managed to sneak in a, we just said, oh, you got yeah. five more minutes, Shane, as, we, as, <laughs> as, as MJ was yeah. panelling. And I think really? that Warney's the biggest guest we've had. And then I think the second biggest, there's a big drop off. The second biggest <laughs> was the bloke that took the cheese board to the footy. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a really good guest. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's true. People are still talking about it. Oh, that's journalism right. excellence. But now we can add Dangerous Dave to that list. Thanks for having a chat, Dane. Thanks, guys. On your day. Time for... Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. Oh, you've got the reins this week, Will. Yep, I'm taking them back. And you've got a glint in your eye. Oh, yeah. I have a good feeling about this Serious News. I'm a fan about this one, and I'd be surprised if you hadn't heard of it. So, obviously, this is all serious. This is a political issue. I don't, we rarely touch on politics on this no. show, so and I'm it's looking been a, forward to it. And it's been a heavy political sort of fortnight. It has, hasn't it? When you've got all these citizen citizenship sagas yep. and plebiscites going around. And and then you've got uh, Christopher Pine waking up at 2am and liking a gay porn <laughs> image. <laughs> Allegedly. No, it's not alleged. He oh, did. as in that he did it. That he did yeah, it himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is alleged. Because <laughs> he claims that. He was hacked. He claims he was hacked. Now, I'm trying to... What is... What's Christopher... He's the Minister for Defence. Yep. So that's pretty important. Christopher Pan. You'd imagine on his phone he would have some secret information. Oh, he would have the uh, defence people from the US. Yep. From China. He'd be in contact with some very important people. There'd be some information on there that would be unsafe to get into the wrong hands, I'd imagine. Definitely. And the... (laughs) He would have people following him on Twitter that would not like to see gay porn appear in their feeds, I assume. <laughs> Yet here we are on a Thursday morning. Someone has accessed Christopher Pine's Twitter account and, and found... Well, the only fact the we porn. have is that a gay porn video was definitely liked That's, yeah. by Christopher Pine's account. That's what I was saying. That is not alleged. No, that is fact. That's fact. <laughs> I, like so, de- I like dealing in facts. Yeah. So this phantom hacker, <laughs> I'm going to refer to the hacker as the yeah, phantom, yeah, yeah. because like a ninja, yep. on a Thursday morning at 2am, the day after the yet yes vote <laughs> results were announced, <laughs> ironically so, <Yeah. laughs> 
Someone has accessed Christopher Pine's Twitter account, mm-hmm. liked the image, yep, done nothing else. I think it was then, a video you'll find. Oh, the video. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is. So, yeah, it's all pixelated. Yeah. And then they've snuck off into the night. Yeah. So And done nothing else. As far as hacking goes, that's real low level. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly swordfish, is it? No. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not Julian Assange. No. <laughs> that much we know. Yeah. <laughs> now, the funny part is uh, there have been politicians. There's one funny part. There's a lot of oh, funny there's parts. There's a yeah. lot of elements to this. So there are a lot of politicians who are rightly saying, well, if our uh, Minister for Defence is so easily hacked, yes. we need to have an investigation. We need to figure out what's yeah. going on here. <laughs> we need to... Whether he was hacked, his phone was hacked or his computer was hacked. Oh, we need to figure out what the go is. We need to have uh, an audit of <laughs> Christopher Pine's account. Oh, absolutely and we do. Is this the only gay porn that, <laughs> that is... <laughs> Has this hacker appeared other yeah. times? Has this hacker yeah. sent gay porn to Putin? It's, we don't yeah, know. We don't know. So uh, Bill Shorten was one of the leading voices. Mm. He says, I think it is most serious when any minister, but especially a defense minister, is yeah. the victim of hacking. And I do think we need to get to the bottom of it. A nice play on words. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Shorten. <laughs> so there are people saying we, we seriously yeah. need to investigate this. Well, and I'm the, with him. And the best, the best uh, voice in this entire debate was Corey Bernardi, who is a person's voice who I don't really like. No, and he hasn't had the best of weeks. No. Corey, he was well and truly beaten. He was, as far as people, like the face of the no vote goes, he was mm. right up there. Yeah. And this is what he had to say when asked about Christopher Pine's Twitter. Let's give the minister the benefit of the doubt. But what he's made, alleged is that someone has hacked into his personal communications device effectively. Uh, I'm deeply concerned about what that means for um, uh, for uh, our national security, and you know we need to know how deep and far this penetration has been. For those, and then he laughs and walks into his car. Unfortunately, this is radio, not TV. But when you watch the video, he just has the biggest smirk on his face yeah. the entire time. <laughs> just for the record. Yeah. Pine definitely liked the porn, didn't he? <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. And Will, for the oh, second week in a row. Where are you going? Yeah. The second week in a oh, row, oh. you're completely distracted by the wall. Yeah. No, it's, you don't mind if I eat this apple. But no, that's <laughs> I was fine. just sitting back having an apple and watching the wall. This is I, the stupidest show. I, I don't understand it. At but, one point, because I thought the whole show was just, um, you answer questions, you throw balls up based yeah. on how confident you are. But then I'm, I still don't get what's happening now. They've, they've put, <laughs> I just, I just saw the whitehead go, drop the balls. Drop the ball. Which <laughs> is exactly what he said when he was got his knob out at the, um, MT. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time. Yeah. You so know, when why, you, you know, when your life is defined by one incident, yeah. there's, there's a few people who are like that, where just whenever you hear their name, you just think of that one incident. Yeah. Axel you, Whitehead is one of those people. Like when you think of Christopher Pine, you think of Gabe. Gabe Pine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's, exactly, that's exactly right. The same ilk. Yeah. But yeah. The, like, I don't, oh, I'm done. I'm, I should stop watching the wall. I'm you, not You've got fan. to stop watching it. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, the turn it off then. You're, it looks like a the giant pokey machine. Yeah. No, it's a silly, silly concept. And as we talked about last week, it was um, filmed in Poland. Yeah. We've they, the, we've the given pole... up way too much airtime for the wall. <laughs> Basically, doing ads. Yeah, the wall like that but whole it, Polish audience would have yeah. just been. They just saw a question about uh, Vance Joy 
winning the Triple J Hottest 100. Yeah. I'm doing ads for Triple J now. <laughs> um, they wouldn't have known what was going on. It's a, no. It's so a, as, we, as we said last week, the whole show is filmed in Poland and they fly Australian contestants over there mm. and the whole crowd is made up of um, Polish people who've never heard yeah. of Axel Whitehead. No. Or you so know, they, have, they still have respect for him. Yeah. And, so, and they probably don't speak English and they're just no. sitting there having no idea. What, like, we speak English and we don't know what the show's about. I um, can't get my head around it. I feel sorry for those poor Polish audiences. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. And, uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, because of the cricket uh, and... We're, we will be on for next week. Yeah. I think we'll be back the week after in between the Brisbane and Adelaide tests. Yes. Um, but we'll, we'll might, find a way. Yeah, we'll find You'll a way. You'll be in town. We could, we could record something. Yeah, exactly. We might be able to get a good cricket guest on. I'll try, oh, and, yeah. I'll try and hook that up. You know what we haven't played? Our interview with uh, Brent Staker from the Grand Final Footy Show. I just thought of that the other day. <laughs> I, uh, there's a very good reason for that. <laughs> we are extremely intoxicated. <laughs> we went to the Grand Final Footy Show. Because they played a song that uh, you wrote that was on our Facebook page. Yeah. Which was um, the Ed Sheeran parody. Yeah. So they invited us along to the footy show. And then we went to the footy show after party. And we didn't really know many people there. So we just sat at this random table. And then Brent Staker came up and sat next no, to No, I think we sat with him. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm very confident. And I don't we went think up. Brent Staker. <laughs> that was ballsy by us. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was drunk by us. Yeah. And, uh, then for yeah. So, and then we've got a recording of... Me asking a weird question. Should we do that next time? No. You really don't want to play it? No. Even just four seconds of it? Maybe. Maybe. No, I, it's very I remember funny. listening to it on the Monday after <laughs> the next Monday. I think I thought this would be funny. And then I listened to it and went, oh my God. But we don't ask any Barry Hall questions. Or no, because I, I think we were asking him about, because you held the whiteboard for the AFL women's team. Yeah, for the Lions. It and was about me holding the whiteboard. Yeah, and we thought it'd be funny to ask him if you're any good at carrying the whiteboard. And it is very funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah, but so. the, the unfunny part is us. <laughs> we're just really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's not play that. No, we won't play that. Well, we'll be back. Uh, podcast only show probably next week. Yeah, probably. After the Brisbane test. and then we'll Definitely. Be, yeah, and hopefully no more members of ACDC die between oh, now yeah, and geez. our next show. Come on, Angus. Yeah. Hold out for me, buddy. Oh, it was great chatting to Dangerous Dave, though. It was. Oh, yeah. well, Dangerous is the best in the business. He's absolutely... Apart from the Dangerous Dave in um, Hobart. The Tasmanian variety. Yeah, yeah you know, he's the better Dave. He's- <laughs> All I know is Dange won't be listening to no. this, so we're in the clear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been Will and MJ. Please follow us on our Facebook pages. Please we, do. we always say at the end, and then um, what else do we say? Oh, about give, the podcast. Give us a review. On the podcast. If you like the podcast. Yeah. And like five-star rating. Like an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. See us as like your radio Uber drivers. We are your content Ubers. Yeah. If there were six stars, I'd give you six. Yeah. That's what I say every Uber. That's what you said last night. Yeah. Is that ga- your routine? Yeah. And it guarantees you the five-star rating. Yeah. That it, guy, he solicited the review out of you first. Yeah. Very good, the five star for you. Yes. And then you're like, oh, mate, if, you, yep. if I could give you a six, six, I'd give you six. I'd give you a six. Yeah. <laughs> you can only give five. Yeah. <laughs> that man was Russian, by the way. He was. It was, he not... was, it was James Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> driving James. Ubers in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, no, we won't be back. We'll be on at 10 p.m. at some stage over the next couple of We're, weeks uh, on a at Sunday. some stage. Yeah. I, it hurts my head thinking about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Will and MJ, Triple M. See you later. Actually, just before we go. This was a podcast-only show. Yes. That's why it's a bit loose and we're talking about the wall. Oh, this has been a complete rabble, don't... Yeah. <laughs> if this is the first show you've ever listened Please, to... Please, I'm begging you, listen to us listen, some of our earlier, better Yeah, content. go and listen to the Shane Warne episode. Oh, that one's elite. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen to literally any other episode. Any other this, this has been this a complete one. mess. <laughs> just for the record. For the we record. decided to quickly record something. <laughs>
you know what? Someone might be listening to this for the first time and think yeah. these guys are what the off hell shops. is this? Yeah. How did they? <laughs> how on earth did they get this job? Are they paying for this recording <laughs> studio? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. If you've got this far, if you've clung on, well done. Well done. Absolutely. Well. Credit done. to you. Yeah. G- get a life. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of other podcasts. Go and listen to S Town or something. This is the the yeah. the Mark Rogan. Yeah, Joe Mark Rogan. Maron. Actually, Joe Rogan rambles a bit like this. Actually, does he? Yeah. Don't and listen. And to he's him. number one. Yeah. Go and listen to the moment. I produced, yeah, yeah, I produced that one. That's some, that's some good, that's no, some quality audio. This whole thing was just a ruse to get a plug in <laughs> for your <laughs> stupid podcast. Yeah. yeah, go listen to the Howie games the Howie in the games. moment. Yeah. Get them back to number one. <laughs> Stuff us. This is just a class of what not to do. <laughs> when will it ever end? <laughs> what a mess of a show. Oh, this has been Will and MJ yeah, on Triple no, M. Closing out the show right, for about the eighth that. time. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Well done on making it this far. What's happening on the wall now? Oh, shut up about the wall. <laughs> There's eight balls up there. <laughs> Get it off. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.